Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey again, it's Ryan. And this is Lucas. Back with another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. We are sharing some personal experiences today with some Airbnbs. We've delved into this a couple episodes ago. Um, I'm not so much just going to tell you travel stories because uh, this is not my travel podcast. This is not our travel podcast. I may do one of those related to road tripping, <laughs> but this is not it. What we are going to be sharing here is more or less um, when we have been to an Airbnb, what we learned as hosts about uh, being a better host and what is acceptable and what is not and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so now you, you've delved into your experiences in Dominican Republic and Tulum. Yep. And I've shared with the folks that, uh, I rented a tent <laughs> in the U.S. Virgin Islands. I've also rented, um, an Airbnb in, um, North Dakota near the Theodore Roosevelt National Park. There's a little town outside of the park called Medora. And it is just a cute little town. Um, there's, there's plenty of hotels and stuff, and there's lots of camping. But the entrance to the National Park is literally in town. And within blocks of that, there was a, a cute little Airbnb that was essentially um, a hotel. So it wasn't like I was running a house. It was like a small hotel with maybe like five units to it. And pretty sure the owners lived there. Actually, actually I know the owners lived there. Great experience there. They were very clear about what I was getting, what I wasn't getting. I knew I was basically renting a hotel. I was totally happy with it. Yeah. Um, worked out perfect. Um, other than that, I rented a, a space in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, which was a, what do you want to call it, um, an accessory dwelling unit, we would call it in the contracting world, which is my day job. An ADU, it's referred to. So you, you have your house, and let's say you build a garage in the backyard. And you put an apartment over the top of it. That's an ADU, an accessory dwelling unit. That was a neat space. Um, my favorite thing about that space was that it was private from the main home. We had our own private reserved parking spot. Uh, we could park behind a locked gate if we felt the neighborhood, you know, you know, warranted us to, to put the car behind a locked gate. And we never had to be bothered by anybody. The owners left us alone and they would, you know, just go up into the apartment um, by our own entrance. There was no kitchen in there. Uh, there was a kitchenette. There was running water. There was no range. There was no stove. There was a microwave. That's it. Um, and that's, it's a good lesson in what you as a host need to provide and what you can get away with not providing. It's just going to change what kind of guest you have. Right, so if you have a space that is a full kitchen, expect that you're going to have the potential for a long-term stay. Yep. Because that person's going to want to go grocery shopping and make food. Yeah. And live there for the period that they're there. Whereas if I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico for three nights, two nights, and I'm a tourist, I'm probably going to eat out every night, right? And maybe have like, you know, I, th I think I, I think we grabbed like a some cereal and a loaf of bread for some toast yeah and kept it simple right? well I mean, when i was when when i was out of the country we we brought a couple groceries you know but when you're shopping out of the country it's like there's not 
a lot of stuff is different. It's not the same. You can't just go buy the same stuff. So, right. you know, you end up spending money and you're like, well, we're probably just going to be eating out anyways. But yeah, like, and if you don't stand in the resort areas or anything, then make sure you yeah. have breakfast on hand or a late night snack. But yeah. otherwise your meals are going to be covered for the most part. But if you advertise a full kitchen and your price is appropriate, you will get a ton of people who want to book long-term stays. That's yeah, for sure. exactly. Exactly. So if you have a space that you think will work as an Airbnb and you just want to you know, have it be a true hotel room with maybe a microwave in the corner and running water in a sink, um, which is not even a requirement either. I'm not saying you need a kitchenette. You could have a bathroom. Of course not. Ryan stayed in a tent. Yeah. They didn't get him a microwave or they gave him running water, (laughs) a hose. Yeah, there wasn't even a microwave. I had plenty of granola bars and I had, uh, I had plenty of uh, bags of nuts and things of that nature. Like half of one of my backpacks was little food items, which was fine. It, It was totally... And I ate a lot of them. Trust me, it was good. It was good. It got me through. But um, but that's roughing it. That's camping. So anyway, so those two experiences were really good. Um, and what made them good was the full disclosure nature of the listing. Now, when I went to the Keys a couple months ago, and I went to Key West to uh, to 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 try and go see the Dry Tortugas National Park, uh, National Park, um, which ended up not happening due to bad weather. The seaplane couldn't land, but Regardless of that, I spent a day in the Key West and two nights at, uh, I can't remember the name of the Keys, like Cayuga Key, Cuyahoga Key or something like that. Anyway, the house I stayed at, it's one of these homes where, uh, which is pretty common in the Keys because of uh, the potential for flooding and hurricanes and things of that nature. Yeah. Sometimes the houses are kind of built up. Yep. And so the, the base level is kind of not really that well built out usually. It's and like stilts. There's stilts around it, but then there's and there's carports on each side, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and so their their main house was above the stilts and above the carport, yep. and that's where they lived. And so they'd go up a stair and they'd get to their home. Um, the space they were offering on Airbnb, while the house was nice, the space was not. And it was just one of those situations where, and I, I'm so, I don't mean to be biased, I don't mean to be unfair, but listen... I am a general contractor. I build luxury bathrooms and kitchens and additions for a living. That's what I do. Okay. We do millions of dollars in, in business a year where this is what I do every day. I design the spaces with my architects and my designers. I know how to use space. I know how you should lay something out. But what I also know, I know when I walk in a space, when someone absolutely mailed it in and said, I'm not going to move anything that I don't have to, and I'm going to open this up with very little expense. I'm going to not remodel this space at all. And you know what? I'm going to remodel it in the only, you know, in the cheapest way possible. I mean, this this was some of the most pathetic plumbing I've seen. Pathetic layout. It was it was such a shame because it had so much potential. That's what yeah. bothered me. Now, look, could I sleep there? Did it function? Did it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. I slept there. But I think they missed a huge opportunity to just be a little better, if yeah. that makes sense. And I'm not, I'm not, obviously, I'm not sharing a link with you. I'm not telling you how to find these people. I'm not calling them out by name. You'd have to really dig to find these folks. So I'm not making a personal attack on these hosts. I'm telling you as hosts that that's what people like me are going to think. And I'm not that special as a contractor. Yes, I have that unfair advantage that I know certain things but i think anybody would have walked into that particular space and been like huh 
that's weird. Why is this fiberglass shower system installed weirdly? And why is this, why did they leave the toilet in this weird corner and not move the pipe a little? And why do I see the drain pipe running along three walls outside the wall? You know, like, like that kind yeah, of stuff. No. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, and, and of course, in my world, we pull permits when we do work, right? Like, if I replumb something, I have to have my plumbers pull a permit. If I change the walls in a, in a space, I have to get a building permit. <laughs> I'm looking at like, do do people out here not have permits? Like, is there no city inspector that comes through and says, "Hey, that's dumb"? <laughs> you know, like, what the city <laughs> inspector doesn't know won't hurt him is that uh, a lot of people so. take the heart. But I've I've learned that selling commercial, you know, hotel motel properties, that there's been some additions added on, septic systems entirely replaced without the city's approval in any capacity. And that's a problem later. Yep, that's a problem yeah. later. Now that's for, a major problem for those a, folks. For those folks on a small scale, the worst case, this little. This little basement spot that they were renting out for, here's what really got me. It was it was damn near 100 bucks a night when it all was said and done for this little spot. And, guys, I don't even charge that for some of my spots in urban Minneapolis suburbs. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> how can how can this place that's poorly thought out, and, and I get it, it's, the, the it's near Key West and I'm in Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. It's, it's That's the... the, the that price point is based solely on the fact that exactly. it's the keys. And I think that's why they know they can get away with it. Yeah. But their occupancy also was not, percentage-wise, was not that high. Couldn't be because of the uh, distance with which I was able to book it. It was kind of available for me um, last minute. And the peak season for Key West is the winter. Yeah. Because nobody cares to go somewhere like that in the summer because they can get warm weather anywhere in the country. Yep. Right, so there I was in peak season, able to get the space. That tells you something. So it's you know they they can they can do a little better. That's what I'm getting at. So anyway, um, and then on my way back into the mainland, um, I was in Miami for several days, and let me tell you, I had the absolute most awful experience in Airbnb I've ever had in Miami. Um, there's, there's two areas of Miami that I stayed in. I, I had to get out of this one Airbnb and, and move over to another space. There's, uh, what is it? Little Havana. Yep. And then, uh, what's the other one? There's, there's Little Haiti, right? So I went from Little Han- Little Havana <laughs> to Little Haiti. <laughs> so I, again, I'm not going to put people's names on here. I, this one, I, I kind of wish I could because they were so gall darn clueless about how bad their airbnb was they posted deceptive photos deceptive description they had features listed arbitrarily that just simply do not exist they went so far as to claim they had a bidet in the bathroom i've never once stayed in a hotel that even has a bidet i'm just not that guy yeah okay fancy hotels would have a bidet these people put bidet on there. Now, I knew that wasn't accurate when I when I got the listing and when I booked it. I was like, okay, um, somebody clicked that by accident. Turns out they're clicking a lot of stuff by accident just to just to click, just put features out there. I showed up, and uh, as I drove into the neighborhood, I found that the majority of buildings had giant iron bars over the windows and doors. Um, multiple homeless people asleep inside of alcoves to entry of buildings, apartment buildings, and offices. And I was essentially in a commercial strip. It was not a residential neighborhood, uh, with the exception of some some high-density you know, housing complexes yeah. nearby. 
it was a terrible street. It was it, the alley was disgusting, dangerous. The directions to get in were awful. I had no ability to to decipher the check-in instructions. They were terrible. When I messaged the host to say, "How do I get in? Where do I go?" and they're, they're like, "You park, and here's the code." What the hell are you talking about? That's two steps of about fifteen, right? I mean, it was so bad. It was every level, and then I get in there. I mean. It turns out they took a building. Are you familiar with, uh, you know, you just talked about commercial hotels. Are you familiar with the, the, the miniature kind of strip motel where there's an office at, at one end of the That's long building? Sell. And then it's, you know, you line up behind the office so you, you can take it and lay it out either way on a property. This was a long, skinny piece of property in this commercial area. And so the front of the building was what would have been office area. But that's where the owner lived. And then all behind their unit, if you want to call it that, is, you know, one little box after another. Yep. Going back about eight or ten or whatever it is. And I was I was right in the middle of unit five. Those are my literal when you what you just laid out is the bread and butter of what yeah. you sell in the motel industry. And yeah. I worked on one in uh, in MIMS. I'm not gonna name it. Uh, you can probably find it. There's not many motels in MIMS. Um, but I was selling it for him and a couple investors had come by and I was like, This is what you should do with it. Each one of these should be renovated in its full capacity, you know, to the nines, made really nice, and every one of them should have an electronic key fob, and you just Airbnb it out. Right, right. You know, well, done, done folks... with the motel, but the owner lived in the one, and he was yeah. like, well, maybe I should do that. I'm like, no, 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 you don't want to live here. You want to rent these out. <laughs> well, they did. Because it's right behind SpaceX, yeah. right? So you got all yeah. these launches going on, yeah. super, you know, people come in for a night for the launch, leave. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so the, these folks, they just, they were so clueless um the moment i you know i had to figure out where to park and i did not feel safe at any juncture i took both of my bicycles off the top of my car and brought them in to the unit i was not leaving them out there yeah no and honestly it crossed my mind to do that by the first evening i believe it was once she saw what i was driving the host wrote me and said you may want to bring your bikes in they've been stolen here and i'm like nah okay i kind of thought so you know, so I brought them in, and it was just like, oh, cool. Gotcha. When your host is telling you things get stolen around here, maybe mention that in the listing as well. Yeah, guys, just be upfront with me, know. and then price it accordingly. Because the problem, the problem I had was I didn't pay for what I got. That's what I had the problem with. I had a problem with the fact that they charged a premium because they're, you know, air quotes near Miami downtown. I don't give a frick if you're near Miami downtown. You're in a friggin' ghetto. Tell me that, and then price it accordingly. Because that place was only worth about $39 a night, flat out, okay? And they were charging upwards of 100 a night for this piece of absolute crap room. The bed was terrible. The linens were terrible. The flooring was terrible. The walls were disgusting. There was dirt caked on the ceiling fan. The TV, which was like 21 inches maybe, 18 inches. I mean, it was the most... It might have been a computer monitor, basically, sitting on the wall way off from the foot of the bed. And then you turn it on, and there's literally not even an air antenna. There's not one streaming server preloaded. There's no smart TV at all built into it. What the hell am I doing with this television? Why is it even here? You know what I mean? Uh, So that was not in the equation. Thank God I have a laptop, and I get a streaming service so I can watch a show or something. Uh, The kitchen was like, like, uh, I don't know if you guys watch Family Guy or not, but there's a a cutaway where (laughs) there's a single guy in an apartment. It's a bachelor pad kind of apartment. And the two the, the real estate agent were like, this is the kitchen. This is the drawer for your fork. 
He says, singular, fork. This is the cupboard for your plate. Because <laughs> you're a divorced bachelor, right? It's, that's the joke. Yes. Okay, so take that idea. It's hilarious that a guy would own a plate, a fork, a bowl. <laughs> that's what they gave me. Here is two bowls. Here is two plates. Oh, my gosh. Here is two forks. You could have fit every one of the dishes and kitchen furnishings into a, a paper grocery bag. That's it. Forget if you ever wanted to go buy, and I don't eat it, but let's just say you want to make like mac and cheese. There's no strainer there. There's, there's, there's no pot. Forget it. Why even have a range? There was nothing provided. There's like one dirty fry pan. Like, I, I, oh, I could cook an egg maybe? Okay, cool. It was awful. The tiniest microwave. I'm talking the tiniest. You know, the ones that could barely fit like a like a. Stove. You know what this makes me think of, though? Like, obviously the place you stayed is disgusting, gross. It probably shouldn't really even be listed on Airbnb. No, it shouldn't. And multiple reviews said that. <laughs> and uh, these are the type of properties that, you know, in my opinion, Airbnb has to do a better of, like, looking at them they and evaluating police them. them and police them. Because you just can't have people, one, staying in a... A place like that where you could possibly be robbed or mugged or yeah. stuff stolen from you. Or the place just playing a crap hole. You know, okay, so I'm Airbnb really here. needs to monitor who's being, who's, yeah. what, you know, because it brings a bad perception to them. What if that was a person's first day ever on oh, Airbnb? Oh, if that was they my first day on Airbnb, I would never use Airbnb you again. You would never return. Now, as a host, a seasoned host, thank you very much, with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reviews and hosted thousands of people, I know it's better out there because I put out better. And I'm friggin' proud of my places. I go out of my way. You should have just videoed it. Like, Airbnb has to have a uh, a response line or some sort of team or people you can contact when you run into problems. you know what? Like Maybe these. they create a position in each market where they go and they inspect. You know, we just talked about city inspectors and permits, right? They do that for their Lux program. If you want to be Perfect. part of their Lux program. Yeah, then, well, then I'm not trying to be on their Lux. <laughs> they have, their, they have the, a physical. You should. And, yeah. Well, get their it. Lux program is so difficult to meet and you have to have like an inspector come out. And, sure. Everything is, you know, but they should do that for the properties that are lower. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, the, this property there was there was one. Oh, and I forgot to tell you part about multiple reviews commented about loud music at night, and the the instead of being cognizant, the 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 host would always respond to the complaint in a negative way. Now we've talked about that. Yeah. When people leave bad reviews, how you respond matters, right? This girl did it all wrong. She would constantly defend herself in every single thing. And she'd say, hey, me and my friends like to have music. It's not that there's other guests having loud music. It's the host. Oh, wow. And it happened to me when I was there. I came home one night at like 9 p.m., parked my car, walked by them, waved. They knew exactly who I was. They hardly acknowledged me. And as the music's pumping out in the patio, I'm like, hmm, okay, hope that shuts down soon. Doesn't. Hour later, I had to write her. I had to say, how much longer is the music going to go? And she finally wrote back, no worries, we're done. And she shuts it off. What the hell's wrong with you? You're the host. Get awareness of what you're doing. I mean, yeah. this girl was, this woman was so immature as a host, so immature as an adult. You're running a goddamn business. I'm clearly paying your mortgage for you. Clearly. Do better, right? Yeah. It, was, it was so bad. So bad. The one thing, the one thing that place had, was water pressure was good with a good shower head. That's it. That's it. The tile in the shower wasn't even that good. The water pressure was good. Everything in the bathroom was a joke. Everything, it was terrible. It was terrible. There was litter 
all around the property. It looked like a junk heap up back. Yeah. It was horrible. Horrible. So anyway, I got out of there and I went to a different uh, building in little, uh, what did I say? Uh, Haiti. Haiti. Um, similar setup where it was a, it was a former hotel yeah. building. But I'll tell you what, it was night and day. That owner was all about the business. It yep. was beautiful. The building to the right of it, the building to the left of it, looked like a like a crap heap. But this building was immaculate. They took the entire front yard, turned it into beautiful paver stones to park on. So you could just pull into your unit. It was great. Now you had to negotiate a curb, but that's not their problem. But they made it so you could park in front of them. Each door had a programmable, remote programmable lock. She could send a code from wherever. She mm-hmm. had a little Wi-Fi device in the building uh, that connects to her, her gotcha. lock. Okay. She had all the streaming services on the big TV. Uh, the bathroom was was remodeled with intent to make it nice. Um, the kitchen was all clean appliances, all new stuff. These kitchens, guys, these kitchens are like six feet wide. Yeah, they're not The big. cabinets are going to cost you like $300. The piece of granite is going to be a remnant sitting in the backyard of a granite shop. Like, don't be a cheap ass in these tiny little kitchens in these types of buildings. So if you're if you're trying to buy one of these strip motels, spend the time and money. Jesus. Yeah. It's not that hard. These are tiny spaces to renovate. Flooring was nice, smooth, LVT. Everything was nice. It was comfortable. The bed was nice. Everything was nice. There was an armoire to hang clothes in and, and a luggage rack to put your suitcase on. They spent maybe... Maybe two thousand dollars per unit to make it as nice as they did. I'm not getting into the outside. It had yeah. great paint. The stucco was elite. They had it on point. And it, little little entry lights at every door. You know, clear label underneath. This is unit yeah, very three. Very detail oriented. Every detail. Yeah. Every detail. And and the host goofed up and added a zero to the code. I couldn't get in. I messaged her. A person physically appeared two minutes after I messaged. The housekeeper lives next door. She walked out. Yeah. And they fixed it for me right then and there. I mean, that was an elite experience. They knew what they were doing. They were pros. Their messages were automated. Price Price was the same as the other one. Oh, gosh. Yep. (laughs) So there you have it. There you have it, right? So... You know, it was it was an interesting uh, experience there in Miami. I, I definitely got yin and yang, and I got, you know, the hot and cold of the situation. Yeah. So, you know, guys, it's not hard to do better. Just do better. I mean, ugh, If you're going to be a host, host and was... you're, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, then you likely have the mentality that you want to be the best that you can be. And that's what we obviously say at the end of each episode. Every show, be, be the, the best, best host, host you can, can be. be. And, um, and then we know. say get that money. What comes first? Be the best host you can be. Then go then get that money. money. Why do we say it in that order, guys? We never really analyzed that and told you our thoughts on this. You you have to be a good host first. Yep. You don't think about the money and then I might be a good host. Let me get some cash, you slumlord. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm passionate here. I, I'm kind of going off here. Anyway, we're over 20 minutes. And oh. we're, we're blowing this episode up. I honestly did not expect this to be so long, but... It's how I am. Sometimes I get passionate about something I get going. And I am passionate about this. If you if you think it's money first, be a good host second, you're dead wrong. And you're doing nope. it wrong. Wrong business. Right. <clears throat> you wrong own business. a business. You're a host first. Get the place to the level where you would stay there. And if you haven't spent a night in your own place, go do it. You have to do that. Yep. And if you don't like it, nobody else is going to like it. Correct. And it's not good enough. Yeah. Get it right. Okay? Um. And I know that's the opposite of what I said in the last episode. Get look, get it done, get it up. 
and, and, and get it going. I'm not yeah, saying it's cut like, corners. Well, okay, we'll, we'll break that down really <laughs> quick. It's like I just took over a property. It's a penthouse that faces the river. It's missing some TVs, and it needed TVs. It just got bought. It's very, it's a brand new condo, really, really nice. But it needs some outdoor furniture. It needs some beach furniture. It needs some, it needed some TVs. But I got the listing up with the pictures that came from like the real estate company when they bought it, and we got it up. Right. That's what. It, that's what we mean by get it up. And you can change it before the next, before the first guest even shows up. People will ask you, "Is it going to have TVs?" I'm like, "Yes. You know, these these aren't pictures aren't current, but it will have TVs. That the furniture all looks the same, but we will add TVs before your arrival." You know, same with the outdoor furniture. I just had a question today. There's no outdoor furniture. We will have outdoor furniture within the next day. You know, so but but get it up, um, and then just add to it. But make sure you're getting your listing up, and, and make sure you at least have the basics covered before you get it up. Yeah, and don't misinterpret again. Don't misinterpret what either of us said as cut corners. That's yes. not what we meant. No. We didn't mean get it up and and screw your guests with crappy appointments of things. But get it up, get it moving, and fix it as you go. Yes, that's what we're saying. And obviously, if you've got fundamental remodeling and cosmetic issues from the start, don't open yet. Yes. When we say that kind of stuff, we assume you are a smart enough person to know that you have to have clean painted walls, clean light fixtures on the ceiling, and, and, and decent stuff yeah. to start. Okay? And I'm telling you, dude, there was cabinet doors that I opened and they fell off oh, in that kitchen. It was horrible. Some of them have one, yeah. one don't, inch. Just don't cut corners. Don't yeah. cut corners. Make sure your place is nice. You might think it needs to be nicer, but it, it can be nice and just get it up and get going. And, and as you go, you know, add stuff to it. If somebody requests that you need something, add, add it. You know, I get asked all the time. The one thing I get asked all the time is for a, um, what's the thing you stir stuff with? I'm not a, I don't a bake. I don't or bake. Like I don't a, bake. Like if you're stirring like up a cookie whisk. dough. Oh, whisk? Not a whisk, but the mechanical one. Oh, a like a blender. A, yeah, whatever. A mixer. Blender, mixer. mixer. I get asked all the time for a mixer. <laughs> and as soon as a guest asks, I go, I have one bought and ordered on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks, and it makes their day that you just bought them a brand new thing, you know. And, and then you're just adding it to your kitchen. So that's what we mean by add to it as you go if you need additional stuff. But make sure it's nice and ready to go when, when you yeah. do list it. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll wrap this one up. Good episode. Uh, be the best host you can be, as we say. And go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.